Amen, amen, amen. That really is the message this morning, right? Man, I know um, it's, uh, it's so good to see you, and I mean that more than ever on a morning like this as we anticipate the approaching storm. We weren't real sure how many would come, but um, if you know anything about preachers and pastors or anything, we do not like to close church. Um, Irma would pretty much have to be like coming up I-4 right now before we go ahead and say, okay, we can, we can go ahead and close church now. But um, other than that, we, man, we don't like to do that. I know Pastor Jeff is, is the same way. We, uh, we like for the church to gather. And so uh, uh, it's, a, it's an important time to gather. It's, it's important and it's, it's powerful when God's people come together, um, even in light of all the stuff that's going on around us. And we very much had... Houston and Hurricane Harvey on our hearts and minds last week, and here we are uh, this week with Florida on our minds, as well as all the Caribbean that's already been impacted by uh, Irma. So, um, uh, so good to gather nonetheless, and I know many of you have family and friends that are calling and checking on you. I know you have uh, family and friends that may be in a different part of the state that may be more impacted by the storm. And you're concerned about them. Maybe they're, maybe they're with you right now. That's good. Maybe they came up. Uh, whatever the case, all of this is uh, kind of going on around us. And so we, we pivoted just a little bit this week. Actually, I told you last week, I was gonna, I'm supposed to be in somewhere over Africa, literally, right now. I'm scheduled to land in Africa, in Nairobi, their time, 9.45 p.m. Saturday night, because it's later there. So I should be there right now. But um, I decided to stay because I kept looking at the storm and kept looking at my, my wife and my family and they weren't digging that dad wasn't going to be here through this storm. And so I was like, okay, we can always put a week of prayer off um, at the academy over there. And so I'm here. I'm happy to be with you and, and really pleased to be with my family. In fact, my wife is a medical professional and will have to get up and leave uh, probably just before we're done. And get to the hospital and she's going to be there through the storm so it'll be me and, and two of my girls will be together uh, and kind of weather the storm but um, we, uh, we thought that it would be important that in light of everything that's going on that we would take a little step back away from uh, building boldly our project is still very much at the forefront of our minds but we also know that this is a unique time um, and, and it's important for us to be uh, encouraging and, and relevant in these moments. So a couple of things just so you'll have in mind. Because of everything that happened last week uh, with Hurricane Harvey, the Adventist Community Services or Advent, Seventh-day Adventist Church is also collecting a very special offering to specifically go to the hurricane damage and, and the, the devastation uh, because of Harvey in Houston. So um, I'm going to have someone, hopefully someone can communicate to our deacons, because we didn't say it during the offering, um, but I do want the deacons, if someone could communicate to them, just be at the doors as we end uh, our service today, if you would be at the doors and just uh, uh, collect uh, the offering there, and if you can give, please do. If you want to go online and give, if you, you know, want to do that later, that's cool too, but just keep that in mind that we are... Uh, thinking about what has already happened and will continue. All right, so the other thing is that we do know that some impact will come to our area, to Central Florida. Uh, tracking the storm now, it looks like it's going to be more over towards Tampa. Um, nevertheless, the, you know, there'll be all kinds of things that there'll be damage or there'll be specific things that happen to us here in Central Florida. 
And what we want to do is just, um, just be conscious and aware of our neighbors and our friends and you as church members. I know last year after Matthew, there are folks that went out. Some of you were probably part of some of those groups that ended up at Pastor Patty's neighborhood and they helped clear debris and not just Patty's, but all the neighbors. And it's pretty powerful to see um, us respond and just be there with people as we clean up, regardless of the severity of it. And so to that end, we have a sign-up sheet, and we have sign-up sheets in the lobbies. So if you want to uh, be a part of that, if you have a chainsaw and know how to run it safely, uh, we would love for you to be able to come out and help us uh, clear things, uh, other tools and equipment. Uh, we have a place for you to put your name, how we can get a hold of you so that you can um, be a part of helping us uh, just serve the community in the wake of, now, in the wake of the hurricane. Now, we're hoping that maybe she'll just push off to the, to the west and we'll really have minimal impact here. But who knows how the storm will go as it is in life with the storms of life, so it is in nature that we're not always sure how things are going to go, right? Um, that's the, the song that we sang, Jesus, you know, as their cornerstone and through the storm. And that's really kind of the heart of the message. Um, as we pivoted, uh, as we changed the direction of the sermons, Pastor Jeff, um, and I was going to stay, Pastor Jeff invited me to be a part. He was scheduled to preach all three today, be here at the bridge with you. And he, he texted me and said, uh, hey, you want to just preach this thing together because we're not doing Building Boldly and you're actually here? I said, absolutely. So um, we're going to preach together. We're going to go at this in a team way and um, we will see how God leads in all of that. Amen? Amen. But we wanted to talk about two stories from Scripture where Jesus becomes the center um, through any storm. And uh, so, uh, I want to take you to a story in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 8 specifically. And if you turn to Luke chapter 8, and you, you'll kind of understand the story, you've likely heard it before, it's the story of Jesus and his disciples as they are making their way across the lake, and um, a storm comes up. And naturally, the disciples would be alarmed by this storm. It was quite significant, apparently. But Jesus doesn't seem terribly concerned about it. He'd been preaching for a while. He gets his disciples. He says, hey, uh, let's go to the other side of the lake. And um, apparently, he intentionally plans to take a nap along the way. If you travel, some of you travel, you know, you travel and you take that little funny-looking pillow thing you wrap around your neck. Some of us go in, if you're, especially if we're on a long one, I'm going to try and attempt to catch a few Zs. Well, Jesus took along his little whatever cushion he had because the Bible literally says he was sleeping on a cushion in the back of the boat when the storm came up and the swells were so high and the disciples were actually, they were terrified and Jesus, Jesus gets up. They wake Jesus up. They were terrified for love. They wake Jesus up and Jesus commands the winds and the waves to cease and they cease and go away. Interesting thing about fear, huh? So I live with four ladies. I have my wife and my three daughters. And there are occasions in our home when I am immediately summoned out of fear. All right? It generally goes like this, Daddy! <laughs> Daddy, come here! Or it's, Bertie, get in here! 
And then this follows. There's a bug. (laughs) Or there's a lizard. (laughs) And I know that it is my duty as a father to go and to rescue them from the poor, helpless little creature that they are terrified from, right? And sure enough, I'll go in. And what irritates them more than anything is I generally take my time getting there just to build the drama, you know, because then it's fun. But by that time, the creature gets away, and then we have a whole other set of problems, right? But fear does some interesting things to us. I, I kid you not. This is another story about how this scenario plays out in our house. So our oldest daughter, Madison, was coming home late one evening. She sometimes closes at Tijuana Flats, and she makes her way home. And one of the most terrifying things a parent can experience is when your child calls you late at night, right? Because we, we immediately, as a parent, your mind goes, oh, no, what's happening? And so she's been calling. Christina and I are in bed. She's been calling, calling. We look at the phone. Oh, Miss calls. And, and finally she calls, and we answer. And she's, Daddy, Daddy. There's a frog. And it's at the entrance to our house, all right? It's just, she's literally outside the front door calling me, waking us up to tell us that, hey, there's a frog. <laughs> I, there's, I cannot get in the door because there's a frog. <laughs> Fear does these crazy things to us, doesn't it? What I find interesting about the fear in this story is how Jesus teaches them about the proper kind of fear to have in the face of storms. And so I'm going to go towards the end of the story real quick. It says, um, uh, chapter 8 and verse 25. This is after Jesus has calmed the storm. This is how, this is after Jesus has sort of brought things under his control. And it says this, he opens with a question, where is your faith? Jesus asks his disciples. Then it says this, There's still a fear that's here, but notice what type of fear it is. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. See, what I I love, and this is true for every Christian of faith, when we see the storms approaching, whether they be of a physical nature or of a spiritual nature, one of the things that's activated in us or should be activated in us because we are people who are of faith is that there's a fear that goes away, but then there's a fear that becomes all the more real. And that is the reality of the fact that we serve an awesome God. Mm. We serve a God and we, we bow in reverence and fear of a holy God who not only can calm the storms, he's actually the originator of the elements and the nature that creates the storms in the first place. So he actually has command over all of his creation no matter what. And that is what the disciples realize. Who is this? The fear changed from a fear that that, that destroys and causes all kinds of issues in our souls to a fear that said, oh, oh, my bad. I remember now who this Jesus is, who this God is. He commands the winds and the waves. It's a reverent kind of fear. When we place our eyes on Jesus, we become more and more aware of that. So Pastor Jeff's going to share with you real quick a story for, about how Jesus though he wasn't even 
in, though he wasn't immediately in the presence of his disciples, they could still benefit from knowing that Jesus was there. So it was a little bit later on, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, hard to say for sure, but the disciples are in a boat again, and there's a storm again, but this time it's different. Jesus isn't in the back. You see, he sent them on without him. And they get out there, and there's a storm, and we pick up the story in Matthew chapter 14, verse 25. They've gone out in the boat on their own, and the waves have come up. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. There's the fear again. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. You see, the disciples thought they were on their own, and the last thing they expected to show up when they had trouble was Jesus walking on the water. Does that ever happen to us? We get into trouble and we think the last thing in the world we expect is Jesus is going to show up now, but we forget that even if Jesus doesn't appear to be in the boat with us, He is by the power of the Spirit with us at all times. And this was an important lesson for them. Jesus shows up, and then verse 28, Peter in that moment says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. And Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. Now, if you face storms in your life and you weren't sure what to do, Peter gets a really good start here. By faith, he steps out of the boat and starts walking. But have you ever taken two steps into the storm and realized it's a worse storm than you thought? What happens then? Well, this is what happens. Verse 30, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. I want you to learn that line. In fact, I want you to say it with me because this is your line when you're two steps into a storm and you realize you can't handle this. You ready? Say it with me. Lord, save me. Say it again. Lord, save me. One more time. Lord, save me. That's your line. That's what you've got to remember when you realize you're not tough enough for the storm. Because here's what happens. Verse 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. That's your line. That's what you remember. Jesus is with you. Trust him. So when Liberty, our youngest, was really young, um, I remember there were times in the house where, you know, the storms obviously come up and so forth and things happen uh, at home uh, during a storm and it it, it can get kind of dicey, the wind blows and uh, I'll never forget the lights went out one time and and I, so I found Liberty, or she ran to me, and I put her, on my, put her on my shoulders and just sort of comforted and encouraged her. And um, I'll never forget um, that she would, um, you know, after she kind of gathered herself, she, she buried her face in my neck and raised her hand and said, charge. 
charge the darkness, right? And sometimes that's the way faith is. Sometimes that's the way our courage is because it seems like we will never escape darkness. It seems like we will never escape storms. Just when one is ending, there's another one churning out there. Jose is on his way now. Give us a break. And isn't it true in life? Just when you come through one thing, it's like, man, here comes another thing. Really, Lord, can we just catch a break here? And sometimes things are going so well and so calm, you're like, all right, dude, this is, this is not normal. Something is going to happen, right? And yet, we can be confident of this thing, that though the storms come and though they line up to come, though the forecast is constantly telling us of storms, we serve a God who promises to be with us, right? You know, I don't know that I cry so much. I'm sure I do. I cry both of them. I know that I cry, Lord, save me. But what I cry the most probably is, Lord, please be with me. Just be with me. Lord, because I know that in your presence there is power. In your presence, if you are here, God, the, the enemy can't have any control over my life. If you are here, if you are present, God, I know that I'm... Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. If you are present, God, if you would just be with me, I know that I find my strength in you when you are with me, that you will uphold, uphold me with your righteous right hand. I know that just in your presence, God, there is power in the midst of any storm. Because when the storms come, we, we begin to believe and think that we're isolated and we're alone. In, in the story that I shared, you know, with the disciples, um, I was just thinking about the sense of vulnerability that they must have felt. They're out here on this lake, and they are, they are wondering what on earth is going to go, what is going to happen. This storm just came up all of a sudden. There was no forecast. There was no warnings. There was no Doppler radar to follow along the way like we have, right? We can see this thing coming. They had no clue. Just came out of the blue. And you have to feel exposed and vulnerable when those types of things happen. You ever had something come at you and it just sort of rocks your world, causes trauma almost? You just sort of feel, just feel violated almost. And how vulnerable they must feel. How isolated and alone. Are we the only ones going through this thing? And yet God comes along he says in Isaiah 41.10, listen to this, Isaiah 41.10, he says, so do not fear, for what? I am with you. I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yeah, all this stuff is happening and stuff will continue to happen. At the same time you say, Lord, save me, let's say the words, Lord, be with me. Because I'm stronger in your presence, God. I'm, I am more courageous with you. I'll charge the darkness as long as I know that you're with me, God. I'm so much better when you're with me. So, um, Pastor Jeff, I think we're going to talk a little bit about how we can be how we can be with people post-storm. 
So we'll see how it goes, and you never know how these things are going to go. It could turn out to be not that big a problem. It could turn out to be a lot of problem. But like what happened after Matthew went by, there was some damage in some neighborhoods, and several folks from the church got together informally and organized, and a group of nearly 60 uh, got, got together as a team and did a lot of good. One of the things to remember about a time like this is it's a chance to do a lot of good. So once we have dealt with our own fears, we're looking to Jesus, we're focused on Him, we're trusting in Him, we're confident of His, confident of His presence. When the Lord has brought us through, then let's go out and do good for others. You have a chance to sign up so that we can get, uh, get a hold of you and help us get organized later after this storm if the need should be there to do things. You saw the sign-up sheets. They're in the lobbies out there. I hope if you're able that you will sign up to be a part of that and that this church can make a practical difference in this time. Amen. All right. So um, we are encouraged. We are um, I think we are prepared as we possibly can be, um, but more than anything else, we wanted to communicate um, the notion that in the midst of whatever storm you experience, let's keep our eyes on the one who has control of all things, the one who is all-powerful, all-gracious, all-good. And then when it's all over, uh, because we serve the one who is all-good and all-gracious and all-powerful, he will then give us the power. He will give us the uh, courage to step in and to serve those around us. And um, whatever that may look like, we will then get to be him with others. We will then get to be with the people and encourage them. Um, so we want to pray as we finish up this morning and just pray and ask that God would indeed be close to us, be near us, um, and that he would bless uh, even as the storm approaches, that he would give us peace uh, in the midst of this storm. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you are a God who never goes away, but you draw near. And though we may feel at times, God, that it, it almost seems like nature is picking on us, we are confident in you and we believe and trust when you say that you will never leave us and that we can trust you and that we can believe in you. So come what may, Father. Uh, you may take away some of, the, uh, some of the physical things that we possess. Uh, those things may go away. And Lord, God forbid, but you may even take lives. But Father, we trust and we believe in you as the life giver. And so we know that ultimately there will come a day when you will restore and bring us back to life. Lord, we place uh, Florida, Central Florida, all of Florida, Lord, and other areas that may be impacted by the storm into your divine hand and into your care. And we pray, oh God, that you will draw near. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. <laughs>